<laughs> we have spent a lot of time just as individuals, people watching these press conferences each day about the doctors talking about the coronavirus updates. One thing that I haven't thought about, but we're going to find out now, what do the police do? Are they getting daily updates? Is there someone they report to or giving orders? And Charles Chandler is the police chief of Westerville, and he joins chief. us now. Good morning, chief. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Toward Jerry and Christy, uh, thanks for being on. I think it's important for people to have a little bit of uh, normalcy. Well, we've kind of uh, yeah, we've kind of checked in with a lot of different uh, local, um, you know, authorities and yeah. occupations to see how it's affecting. I think the assumption is with this virus that crime would be down. Is that true or false? Uh, calls have been a little lighter. And that okay. picked up a little bit yesterday That's because good. there were more people out because it was kind of our first nice day that we've had in a while yesterday. Uh, but overall, our call volume has been down. How how does it work in your profession? Because we know what's going on with the doctors. They're taking directive from the CDC and the WHO. What what do you do for a police chief? Who are you talking to on conference calls when it comes to, you know, they do now the safe at home uh, orders and it changes what you do. Who are you talking to each day? Well, I'll tell you, we, uh, we have a lot of information coming in. Uh, I've got uh, an assistant chief assigned to talk to uh, EMA in Delaware County and to uh, EMA in Franklin County. Uh, they handle those briefings, and then I have somebody to back them up if they're not available. So there's a lot of information, and that's really what my command staff and I yeah. are uh, focused on right now is filtering through information. Chief Chandler, let me ask you. So with the stay-at-home order that came down, a lot of people were asking, how is this going to be enforced? Are you getting calls uh, from people going, hey, there's a group of six, and they're not six feet apart, and then what do you do in a situation like that? Yeah, we started getting those calls a lot yesterday, which was a nice day. Um, we are trying to uh, give a warning first to try to give people an opportunity to comply. Um, if people sure. don't comply, then, you know, it is a misdemeanor of the second degree. They can be uh, summons. Uh, what we're asking people to do is, you know, if there's a playground and the playground's blocked off, please don't go past those uh, blockades uh, to put your kids on, on the playground. Uh, don't have large pickup basketball games. And asking businesses to kind of take some responsibility if there's a line outside and try to make sure people are uh, utilizing social mm -hmm. distancing. Have you had to write a ticket yet? Has someone uh, wrote no, a ticket? we, haven't, char we haven't charged anybody yet. Good. Good. Let's Good. keep it that way. Charles Chandler's with us, and he is the police chief of Westerville. When it comes to, you know, you said we'll give people a warning and then maybe the second time we'll write a ticket. Is that what you guys have decided or that's universal? Because I think it, it right, depending on the city, it might be different. It could be different. Uh, the consensus, you know, the chiefs were talking a lot, and I think the consensus in this area is that we want to give people the opportunity to comply. You know, this is unusual. We all have habits. Mm. Uh, I saw one of our city council people in Giant Eagle when I was walking through to check it out yesterday. I went up to shake his hand because that's what I'm used to doing. Sure. So he stuck his elbow out, and we gave a little elbow bump. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we, we know people have habits. We want to give people the opportunity to comply. Uh, but we just really don't want large groups of over 10 people. Right. And I know a lot of communities depend on the revenue from citations and tickets. But when we're on the road, there's nobody out. I got to think the city's going to take a bit of a hit on revenue. Uh, we actually don't make money off of citations. Okay, good. Mayor's court. Our, our mayor's court is more of a convenience for local people uh, so they don't have to go downtown. So revenue from citations and stuff like that's not an issue for the city of Westerville. Hey, how about when you pull someone over and, you know, you're 
jobs on the line every time you guys do that. But are you seeing in this kind of panic state that tensions are higher with people that they, oh, you pulled me over for going 65 and a 50 or whatever. Are tensions running high with people? Not really. People have been people have been fairly cooperative. Um, and that, and that's, you know, that's really important is, uh, you know, really society is going to dictate how we have to deal with this. And the more compliance that we get, uh, the better off it's going to be for everybody because we really don't want to go out and, uh, you know, hammer people during a time when, you know, right. we need to have some empathy for people. People are worried about their parents. They're yeah. worried about their grandparents. They're worried about their job. Uh, there's a lot going on out there. And what kind of precautions are you and your staff taking if you do pull somebody over and you talk about the social distancing and, okay, i got to hand you my driver's license. I don't know where your driver's license have been. I mean, are you wearing gloves? What are you doing? Tongs? Uh, we do. Tongs. <laughs> we have gloves. Uh, we have uh, glasses to wear for people to protect their eyes. But really, when we uh, approach a car, we approach a person, we're looking for uh, coughing or runny nose. You know, maybe watery eyes. Okay. And actually, when we go on calls, our dispatchers, um, people can expect to get screening questions about their health uh, if they call in and talk to a, a, a communications technician. Westerville uh, Police Chief Charles Chandler is with us this morning. And, you know, my brother's a cop up in Livonia, Michigan. I talked to him. He kind of reiterated what you said earlier that a lot of people you're hearing, you know, we all hear the acts of kindness. He said, generally speaking, because he's, he's in a car every day that people are being he's he's seeing more kindness out of people yeah i think that's right and i think i think uh, that's a good now as time goes on that may change two weeks three weeks we're we're four days into this yeah (laughs) exactly we're early in and and we do still have things going on you know a couple nights ago we arrested three guys that were uh, stealing tools out of a house that was Uh, under renovation i mean that kind of stuff is going to happen we're still there answering those calls um, but, you know, the community really needs to come together, not just Westerville, but all of Central Ohio, and kind of pick each other up. Hey, Chief Chandler, are the police officers getting tested? Uh, we are uh, taking temperatures every morning when people report to work. Um, we haven't had anybody test positive That's yet great. or show, uh, you know, very large signs or symptoms of COVID-19. And we have plans in place that if uh, somebody does have a fever, we're going to clear out that area. We're going to bring in a cleaning company. We're going to we're going to clean that area and make sure it's disinfected uh, before people come back in and go back to work. What's the plan then? Let's say hypothetically, let's say Hilliard, a, a cop tests positive or he's sick and they're low on people. Do you have an agreement with other police departments across the city where you could have call up guys who have a day off and have them help out a different city? There are uh, mutual aid agreements hmm. uh, with all the agencies in Franklin County and all the agencies in Delaware County. And, uh, you know, as we saw when Officer Morelli and Officer Joring were slain, you know, we had officers from other agencies come in here. So sure. uh, we're all a big family in Franklin and Delaware County, and we're all going to help each other out if the need arises. Community first. You know, you think of the criminals that are staying in because crime's slightly down, at least thus far. That's just so funny that there's muggers and thieves and, well, not if I don't sanitize. I gotta, you know. <laughs> Did you wash your hands first? This, this virus does not, this, everyone's worried about it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Police Chief Chandler, I'm, I'm going to... Even fr- the bad guys. I, I might phrase this poorly, but it's never stopped me before. Uh, we're going to get through this, right? So is this kind of like a a good thing for your officers that they go through something like this let's say 10 20 years ago when something really the bleep really hits the fan this has to be kind of a good training experience right well i'm going to tell you torg uh 
not that it's been baptism by fire or anything, but after having the Democratic presidential debates with 12 candidates and mm-hmm. and now this, I think we're pretty good. I think we're getting this down. Yeah, yeah. good, yeah, for, good you. for you. Man. How long have you been in the position, Chief? Uh, I was uh, interim chief for three or four months after okay. Chief Morbitzer left, and then I got the official nod in August of last year. Oh, yeah. you know what well, I God think, bless you, man. You know what I think it's, it's great? Position. Yeah, the headquarters, it's so great, you know, uptown Westerville, and you have, you know, the city, and you guys in one building. And I did vote for the levy. Are you guys moving, or is it just going to be another police office uh, off of, away from State Street? No, we actually have multiple buildings we have officers in. So when the new headquarters is built, we will all be under one roof at that point. So what are they going to do with your old spot? You going to lease it out, someone? Um, they are uh, going to sell a property at sixty four East Walnut Street and move city operations for income tax, utility building, billing, and mm. planning and zoning into our building. Oh, that okay. way, it's a one stop shop for everybody. They can stop at City Hall and be able to get all the administrative things done they need to get done. That's a pricey Chief, piece of real estate. Yeah, there. that's <laughs> worth a lot. Yeah, you're right, Chief Chandler. Where did you grow up? Are you uh, Central Ohio born and raised? Yeah, I grew up. Uh, South of Marengo, Ohio, just about yep. a mile or two north of the Delaware County line, okay. about 10 minutes north of Sunbury. So sure. I listened to you, uh, Jerry, growing up, driving back and forth to high school. Thank you much, Cappy. That was in 1960. I will not be hassled by the man. <laughs> you know, so this is kind of nostalgic this morning. Yeah, <laughs> and you had, you know, Daddy Wags, a, a longtime uh, Westerville, Westerville yeah. resident exactly. as well. So then the fact him and Torg both live up there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, I drive a silver Pathfinder. <laughs> Well, the real reason I called this morning was to find out if you're actually an essential employee or not. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we still not. question. <laughs> in not. his mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, in my mind, I'm at home, Jerry. Yeah. 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 Uh, Chief Chandler, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Salute. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for everything you guys do. Hey, thanks for the opportunity, and thanks for the people who are keeping the supply lines yep. open out there and keeping the country running. All appreciate right. It. God bless you. Be safe.